Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so happy that all of you are here. Amen. The Lord has a word for us tonight, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. I pray that your week has gone well in the Lord, and if not, I pray that your week becomes better. Amen. This is a great day. This is a great day in the kingdom, and this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You know, as we press into this season, the warfare gets a little stiffer, and so you have to be prepared for that mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Amen? You have to be prepared for that. You have to gear up for that. You have to anticipate it and expect it and push back in Jesus' name. Amen. So, no, you can't uh, just, you know, cruise along like, you know, this is the usual. No, this is that season. And so we have to do what we need to do because it's that season. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, um, the Bible says, that we overcome them by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we always have to use the blood. Amen. This is your season to sing your blood songs every day. This is the season to sing your blood songs every day. Amen. So we want to encourage you uh, to, to stay on your toes, to keep your eyes open, to be alert and to pay attention. Because the enemy's out trying to do things he has no business doing, things that are outright illegal. But we must be alert. Amen? So let's get started. Amen? Because God is waiting to talk to us tonight. And I believe he has quite a bit to say. Amen. I believe that he has quite a bit to say to us. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for Psalm 91. We want to thank you, Lord, for everything that you are doing to prepare us and to propel us through this season in Jesus' name. The Bible says that wickedness proceedeth from the wicked. Hallelujah. And we take authority, dominion, and power over the wickedness that has been released around the world in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We bind the strong men in the name of Jesus. We send them all into the spiritual cage, into the feet of Jesus for judgment. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. 
We want to thank you, Lord, for your power being released. Where sin doth abound, your grace does much more abound, Lord. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power. We thank you for everyone in the chat room being in agreement in prayer right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We gird up our minds with the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you sweep the atmosphere with the blood of Jesus Christ. We ask that you sweep the atmosphere with the blood of Jesus Christ. We bind the prince of the power of the air and all of his underlings, all of his command in the name of Jesus. We push you back, devil. We push you back. We push you back. We push you back in Jesus' name. Father, I give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. We push the enemy back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We lift up holy hands before you without wrath and without doubting in the name of Jesus. We repent of our sins, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, and we turn from them. We forgive all those who have sinned against us and against our family members in Jesus' name. We forgive every event and every incident and every situation. Whatever the enemy has attempted to steal from this ministry, we take it back now in Jesus' name. We take it back now in the name of Jesus. We take it back by the word of God and by faith. 
Runge de la brisa la dio curri quise dar a brisa. Rique de la brisa la 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 yo son de la brisa la idea. Runge de la brisa la dio sola la dio sola la yo son de la brisa. Rique ruca ta rucunde la brisa la dio sola la brisa de ni diesa ta. Runge de la brisa la de arra cuta la brisa la de cuta la brisa la de a. Ringe de la brisa la dio sola la dio carquita la bro. Ringe de la brisa la dio son de la bruca de ni diesa la de. Raca de la brisa la dio sola la dio otra la brisa de ni diesa break it in Jesus name. Break it in Jesus' name. Break it in Jesus' name. Break it in Jesus' name. Rakuka kura kisina machota. Unta zarau kuto do barukoto. Rikete risiti buru. Rikete rebrusha de radio kura kahara. Ringe de rebrusha de reke de rebrusha de yakurahi. Thank you, Lord. Sila radio sundere brikea. Rike de rebrusha de radio sunda radio sunda radio sunda. Rikisata. Reke de rebrusha kia. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. You're the most high God. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. And we thank you that the Bible says wherever two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you are in our midst. We welcome you, Lord. We welcome you. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the praises of God coming from your people ascending to your throne. We want to thank you, Lord. We humble ourselves before you, Lord, and we ask for your mighty presence to be in our midst. We ask for your mighty presence to be in our midst. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor. We give you praise. You are the most high God, and beside you there is none other. You are our avenger. You are our avenger and our protector and our defender and our savior and our Lord and our provider and our healer. We thank you, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. We take a moment, Lord, to disconnect ourselves from all the distractions of the day. We cast our care upon you, Lord, because we know that you care for us and that you bear our burden. So right now, we relieve ourselves of all that has come this week, and we cast it upon you, Lord, because you truly do love us and care for us. And we receive the love of God from Christ Jesus our Lord, poured out upon us by the Holy Spirit. Amen. We receive the love of God that's poured out to us by the Holy Ghost. We receive the love of God. We receive your love, Lord. We receive your love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive your love. We receive your peace. We receive your grace. We receive your favor. We receive your strength. We receive your victory. We receive your victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive your answers and solutions to our needs, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for new territory. Thank you for fresh territory. Thank you for an abundance of grace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Well, saints, God is so good. He really is. He's so good. He's so good. We want to thank you, Lord, for the healings that have come, the deliverances that have come. We thank you that there are more to to come, that they're going to go all the way to completion. Oh, Lord, I take authority, dominion, and power over every tumor, and I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind every tumor. And you shall grow no more in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall grow no more in the name of Jesus. You shall grow no more in the name of Jesus. You shall shrink. You become smaller and smaller and smaller until you disappear in Jesus' name. Tumors. I command you to be bound in the name of Jesus Christ, chained with eternal chains under darkness. The sword of the Lord applied to you now in Jesus' name. Come up and out of God's people. Every tumor, come up and out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. That means you have to take a deep breath and call from your gut. Thank you. All tumors, you're bound. Come up and out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. No matter how small and no matter how large, make yourself microscopic and grow small. Make yourself microscopic and come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels to see to it this work is completed. These demons bow to the name of Jesus. We press the name of Jesus Christ against you. Amen. All muscle tension is bound in Jesus' name. Muscle tension, come out. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. I command you to loose them in Jesus' holy name. We break your grip and hold. Come out of them now in the name of Jesus. Migraines, I take authority, dominion, and power over you and your roof in the name of Jesus. Whatever your cause, you are bound in the name of Jesus. 
We cut you free from your power source in Jesus' name. We command you to be bound, chained, and go into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come out of God's people. Every migraine, come out of God's people right now. Come out from behind the eye socket in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak to those blood vessels, and we command them to obey the name of Jesus. Come subject to the name of Jesus right now. Come subject to the name of Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Hypertension, you're bound in Jesus' name. Whatever your cause, whatever organs you are affecting, however you got there, no matter how long you've been there, we command you to be bound in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. By the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. By the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out generationally in the name of Jesus. Whatever the cause, bound, caged, chained, come out in the name of Jesus. Loose your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. From the root. From the root. We uproot you in the name of Jesus Christ. And the place you occupied, we replace it with the blood of Jesus Christ. You must go. You must go in Jesus' name. You must go in Jesus' name. Muscle stiffness, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Muscle stiffness, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. You're just a curse. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We are blessed. The Bible says we are. God says we are. We say we are. Come out in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. We've been fighting all of these infirm spirits. Obesity, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. You can't stay there. I don't care how you got there, no matter how long you've been there. Come out. Come out now in the name of Jesus. Obesity, come out of God's people. Come out of every part of their body. It doesn't matter how long you've been there, you got to go right now in Jesus' name. We cut them free from you. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut them free from you. A just weight in Jesus' name. Even the weight of inactivity during COVID. Amen, Holy Spirit, we're in your hands. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. I release the blood of Jesus 
over the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, international, internet church. And we meet on the internet every Wednesday and every Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that is around the world with you. We also meet on Sunday, Outreach Ministries on Sunday. And we meet at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time and whatever time that is in whatever time zone you happen to be in. Amen? Amen. We take Holy Communion at the beginning of our service. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We celebrate the death, burial, resurrection, and the overcoming power of the Lord Jesus Christ, who reigns forevermore. Amen. So we want to thank you for coming. Uh, we want to invite you into our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage, and our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, if you're on a a laptop or you have a um, a tablet, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes again, sign in using your name. One of those names is on your birth certificate, please. And your greeting, enter your greeting for the saints, and the saints will greet you in return. Amen? Praise the Lord. If you're on a cell phone, use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, there are three white lines against a black background. Please click the three white lines, and the rest of the links will open up to you. And you may go to MIC Radio Chat and follow those directions. Amen? In Jesus' name. God bless you, and we're happy that you could join us for service tonight. Amen. Amen. God is great. And he's greatly to be praised. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Heavenly Father, you are our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Strengthen us according to your word. Lord, you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? You are the strength of our lives. Of whom shall we be afraid? We thank you, Father, that nothing is too hard for you. Thank you for the multitude of promises in your word, which assure us that you will always strengthen us. Thank you for the truth that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. 
Thank you, Lord, for that. You always give power to the faint, and to them that seemingly have no might, you always increase their strength. Amen. Praise God. There we go. We will wait upon you, Lord God, and as we do so, you will renew our strength. Being strengthened with all might by your glorious power, we enter into the realm of patience, endurance, and joy. We pray, Father, that you would strengthen us with might by your spirit in our innermost being so that we will always be strong in you and in the power of your might. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Father, we want to thank you for that. Power and strength. Strength to stand strong. Amen. Strength to stand strong. Amen. Strong. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over panic shatterness in Jesus' name. We forbid it to manifest in the children of God. We forbid it to take hold of us in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every stress disorder in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back to Satan from whence it came. We take authority, dominion, and power over every phobia, over ideas, and thoughts of self-punishment. We take authority, dominion, and power over social withdrawal, anger, fear, guilt, bad memories, and self-perpetual thoughts. Yes, I did say panic shatterness. And perpetual self-thoughts that are wicked, unrighteous, and they are not scriptural. In fact, they attack the scriptures. We take authority, dominion, and power over sin demons in Jesus' name, over conflicting desires and unforgotten memories. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from them, and we loose ourselves from them in the name of Jesus. We send them bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Praise the Lord. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power over rebellion, self-will, anger, selfishness, stubbornness, self-judgmental, unteachable, pride, control, possessiveness, hatred, roots of bitterness, resentment, violence, unforgiveness, murder, retaliation, and constant memory recall of evil events. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come up and out of God's people, wherever you are, deep breath and cough, saints. Cough from your gut. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We take authority, dominion, and power over fear of rejection. You're bound in Jesus' name. You cannot stay. Even self-rejection. You must leave in Jesus' name. Self-accusation. Accusations of others, scorn, inferiority, insecurity, fantasy love, harlotry, fear of judgment, self-pity, false compassion, false responsibility, depression, 
despondency, despair, discouragement, hopelessness, suicide, guilt, condemnation, shame, unworthiness, pride and vanity, ego, intolerance, impatience, frustration, perfection, fantasy, withdrawal, pouting, unreality, vivid imagination, self-awareness, timidity, shyness, loneliness, sensitiveness, talkativeness, nervous tension, fear of people, and mental insanity. Take authority, dominion, and power over you all. We bind all your strong men in the name of Jesus Christ, and with the sword of the Spirit, we cut ourselves free from you forevermore. We loose ourselves from you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to be bound. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Some people ought to be coughing about right now in Jesus' name. Some people ought to be taking a deep breath and coughing from their gut in Jesus' holy name. Father, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you that we're covered with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are a shepherd and we shall not want. When we need deliverance, we will receive it in Jesus' name. We thank you that you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, and that includes deliverance. Amen. So we cast down imaginations. We cast down imaginations in every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and we bring into captivity every evil thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Father, we bind every thought we've had all week that is not of you. We bind it. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We send it into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We repent of having entertained it in the name of Jesus Christ. We repent of having entertained it in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We break every chain, every chain that's holding God's people. Every chain, we command you to break every chain. We command you to break every chain. We command you to break right now. Drop from God's people. Shackles, drop from God's people in Jesus' name. Thank you. 
continues to set the captives free. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and throw them all chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind our trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons, and all of their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, electromagnetic Attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo-binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. We take authority, dominion, and power. Over a that all water and marine spirits and their attacks, we send them back in Jesus' name. Sex devils and their attacks, we send them back. Unclean spirits and their attacks, we send them back. Passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirit, seducing womanizing drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes and injuries. All remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, horum spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, the seducer, and their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent, targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We take authority dominion and power over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack on our body since Sunday, we take authority over you. Every attack on our bodies since Sunday, we take authority over you. You got to go now. You got to go now. And Satan, we put that attack right back on you and the heads of your demons in Jesus' name. It's going to cling to you all for eternity, all of eternity. It'll never leave. You sent it, and it's gone back. It's gone back in Jesus' name. It's gone back in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah, we better look at that. We buying the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all womanizing, seducing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks and the work of every druid, hypnotic and trance devils, their attack, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We take authority, dominion, and power over 5G and all of its components in the name of Jesus. We forbid it to attack us. We take authority, dominion, and power over anything being sent against us as a weapon from outer space, from a satellite, from a planet, from an orbital system. Any beams being sent against us, any chemicals being sprayed and released in the heavenly, in Jesus' name. Anything being sent to us from outer space at all, in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back where it came from, in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over what comes through the, from the satellite, what comes through the cell towers, and into our devices in Jesus' name. We send it back in the name of Jesus. We didn't ask for it. We don't want it, and we're not receiving it. We reject it in Jesus' holy name. We bind all mystic rituals in their intent, and we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, from every coven, covens of witches, covens of warlocks, covens of wizards, covens of sorcerers, covens of divinators, Global Cabal, the UN, the WHO, the WEF, the Illuminati and every organization and their works. Microsoft and Google. Islander attacks. Every coven of shamans. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We pull you down from your high places in the name of Jesus Christ. We put you under the feet of Jesus, bound and chained and caged in Jesus' name. We push back your momentum in Jesus' name. We push back your momentum in the name of Jesus Christ. We push back your momentum. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over the temptation to sin. 
In Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. In the name of Jesus Christ. Break up and go in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide, Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic, and all black and white magic across the world. And we return the attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind evil spirits which take animal forms, shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his power to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects, all spiders and their webs, trapping them in their own web. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the growth, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, undermine, despise, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to senders according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons just to work against us and against all that pertains to us. We break your circles and we cut your powers apart in Jesus' name. We sever your powers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender our witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites against the website and the app. We release and send back all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and such, all Nigerian witchcraft. Of every rank, order, form, and type. Mm-hmm. All Chaldean witchcraft. Spanish witchcraft. Bruharia. Sending you back from whence you came in the name of Jesus Christ. 
breaking and destroying our social, emotional, psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding, synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon and other water demons and stripping them of their crown and powers and returning those crowns and powers to Jesus Christ. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You're bound in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride and all of his strong men and underlings in the name of Jesus Christ, chaining you with eternal chains under darkness, sending you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Mole. Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, On, Osiris, all false deities in Jesus' name, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo, pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all uh, Masonic rites in the name of Jesus. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry. We bind the rituals of every secret society in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes, we return them where they came from. We bind every spirit that is familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind our traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and lose ourselves from them. We bind every spirit that works to bring Honor to itself in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. We bind in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. 
We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a holy standard. We disconnect ourselves from every demon that was that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. In the name of Jesus, and we bind you in the name of Jesus. Everything coming through our computer or cellular devices, we bind you in Jesus' name. We, Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are persecuted or have been left behind in Afghanistan or someplace else. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Father, that we are covered with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation, Father, and others that are on the road, in the air, or in the waterways with us. We bind their demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their wicked habits in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons of the day and night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, any dream that's not of God. And anyone trying or anything trying to get into our dreams, we command them to stay away. We thank you, Father, for your warrior angels and the wall of fire that protects us. We give you praise. We pull out in the name of Jesus. We literally do this. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, and anything else sent to us from the enemy. And we return it in Jesus' name. Some of you sit there and don't do this. And those voodoo pins are just as real as they can be. Pull them out in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cut and burn and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamanists, shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. We break the powers of charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, psychic prayers and thoughts, all witchcraft, voodoo, magic, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, brain frequency, meditations, all mind control, every order, rank, and type of mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, psychic warfare, psychic power, prayer chains, incense, and candle burnings, ungodly blessings, chantings, incantations, tribal rituals and sins, crystals, hoodoo, root works, everything from the enemy's camp, we send it back in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We return to the enemy, all the spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, all of those demons, spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, spirits of fear, and heaviness in the name of Jesus. We destroy the yokes of the enemy in our lives. 
and we release the power in the name of Jesus over the members of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So tonight, we're going to talk a little bit, maybe a little more. Our featured psalm is Psalm 52. Our verse for meditation comes from the book of Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse 21. And our featured ebook is Shackles, Demonic Shackles of Demonic Bondage. Amen? You ought to read that book. Amen. And tonight we're going to talk about possible, your impossibility. Possible, your impossibility. Saints, listen closely. Making possible your own impossibilities requires the work of God, the Holy Spirit. Making possible your own impossibilities requires, must have, cannot do without the work of God, the Holy Spirit. Please pay attention and listen closely because I'm not going to move slow tonight. Amen? You know what a Bible is. You know how to take notes and you know how to turn pages. Amen. Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse 25. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 25, chapter 5, beginning with verse 25. The Gospel of Mark, beginning with verse 25. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, beginning with verse 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of of many physicians, many things, of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Amen miracle had taken place in our day, someone probably would have taken the garment that the Lord was wearing and placed it in a glass case in a cathedral 
to be a memorial or a shrine. Others might go to a greater extreme and cut it up into pieces and use it as prayer cloths and send them out through the mail for a donation of any amount. Amen. Amen. However, this woman had a different perspective. This woman had a different perspective. Perspective makes the difference. This woman had a gravely serious illness which drained her of strength vitality, vigor, and life on a daily basis. This type of weakness in the body deprives vital organs of what is needed for proper functioning. When vital organs are deprived for very long periods of time, they begin to malfunction. Extended malfunctioning can lead to organ shutdown. In addition, in addition to all this, she had unsuccessfully tried many treatments from the physicians of her day. Amen. Verse 26 says, and had suffered, suffered many things of many physicians. And by the way, they didn't refund her because their treatment didn't work. They still took her money and had spent all that she had and was nothing nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. We are told that she suffered under the hands of many physicians. So the physician's treatments for 12 years made her condition worse than it was before she engaged their services. Such was the case in COVID. Some of the treatments offered by the medical community made the patients worse and not better. Some died that way. In Luke chapter 8, verse 43, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verse 43, And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. That's this woman. We are told that she had spent everything she had on treatments from doctors, but could not get healed by any of them. Thanks. When you come to this point, when you arrive at this situation, when you see this as your end point, that you don't have any other place to go, seek your God. Seek your God. You are not without option. God will never bring you to a situation where the only thing that is available to you is a disastrous outcome. 
He says, many are the temptations of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth us out of them all. No temptation has come upon you, but such as is common to man. But he will, with the temptation, with the trial, with the test, make a way of escape that you may be able to bear up. However, you have to be willing to receive his way of escape. You have to be open to the spirit of grace to receive his way of escape for you. You can't do it your way. It's got to be his way. Amen. It's got to be his way. Amen. So, saints, don't allow Satan to drag you through the door of despondency so that you lose your courage to fight the fight of faith. Do not allow Satan to drag you through the door of despondency to where you want to give up and become discouraged and quit. Don't go there. Just don't go there so that you lose your courage. You lose your fight. Don't ever give up your fight. Don't ever give up your fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't listen to those demons. Muzzle them with the blood of Jesus. Down those evil thoughts and imaginations. Why? Because these wicked thoughts Yell at you saying that God himself and your faith in him is not enough. But he says that his grace is sufficient for you. Amen. Don't agree with the lie. It is certain that this woman didn't agree with the devil. Why should you? Why? Should you? She did not throw away or cast away her confidence in this Jesus whom she had heard of, who was healing anybody and everybody. No, she didn't throw it away as if it were not important. She didn't throw her courage out the window. She didn't just throw her hands up and say, well, I'm through. No, she didn't do that. And don't you do it either. Amen. Amen. Even though hope deferred or delayed makes the heart sick, you don't get what you're expecting when you expect it. Jesus heals the brokenhearted. Jesus heals the brokenhearted. Psalm 31, verse 24. Psalm 31, verse 24. 31, verse 24. Be of good courage. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. All ye that hope in the Lord. 
Be of good courage. Don't give up. Hold on to your faith. What faith you've got, hold on and don't let go. I mean, don't let go. Don't even consider that you, you might be able to think that maybe you could or should let go. No such thing. You're you're born again. There is no let go for you. Cheer up. Take courage since you are depending on the Lord. Take courage since you are depending on the Lord. But, you know, everybody doesn't depend on the Lord. Some people want to depend on some other agent or agency or their own ideas and then kind of want to mix in a few scriptures and declare that they are depending on the Lord. No, you're not depending on the Lord till you're depending solely on the Lord. Amen? Solely on the Lord. As long as you have a will, there is something that you can do about your impossibility. As long as you have a will, there is something that you can do about your impossibility. You can deliberately, by an act of your own will, set all of your hope in the Lord. You can, by an act of your will, set all of your hope in the Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Stop repeating what the demons of fear or sarcasm or quitting are saying to you. Stop repeating what the demons are saying to you. Stop it now. So you say, I can't see how God could change my situation. Can't see this. I just can't see any way out. I can't see any way out. Well, that means that your focus Your perspective is only in the natural. Your perspective is only in the natural, and that's a guarantee for failure. You can't be so tied to the natural that you cannot see what God's trying to show you from the spiritual realm. In a faith fight, you need faith to win. Faith in a faith fight, you need faith to win, faith to stand, faith to stand strong until God moves. Hope transitions into faith. When you attack your hope, your hope to God and his word. Let me say that again. Hope transitions into faith, just like a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Hope transitions into faith when you attach your hope to God and to his word. Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Romans 
chapter 15 and verse 4. Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. The things that were written before for us are written for us to learn from them, that through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, if you don't get into the scriptures, where do you expect you're going to get the patience and comfort from? You must needs be bury yourself in the word. You might have hope. It comes from the word of God. Amen. It comes from the spirit of God. Psalm 71 verse 5. Psalm 71 verse 5. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. Psalm 42, verse 5. Psalm 42, verse 5. 2, verse 5. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Why are you all upset and all depressed and all withdrawn? What's wrong with you? Hope in God. Praise him. For his help coming to you. Acts chapter 24, verse 15. Acts 24, verse 15. And have hope toward God. Have hope toward God. Have hope. Directed where? Toward God. Have hope. Toward God. And Proverbs chapter 10, verse 28. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 28. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 28. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness. When the righteous move toward God in hope, gladness comes to them. Amen. Joel chapter 3, verse 16. Joel chapter 3, verse 16. Joel chapter 3, verse 16. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. The Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. Amen. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. 1 Timothy 
chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior, and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Jesus Christ is our hope. Jesus Christ is our hope. Amen? Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep or dead, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. We're not supposed to be the people who have no hope. We have Jesus Christ. He is our hope. He is our hope. We're not supposed to act like heathen. They don't have God. They don't have hope. We have Jesus Christ. He is our hope. Amen. So, now that we've come to this understanding that we can't act like the world acts in stressful situations, when it seems that our possibilities are all impossible to us. That's just the way it seems. That's not the way it is. That's the way it appears. That's not the truth. Amen? We are not the ones who are without hope. In Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verse 24, Romans chapter 8, verse 24. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? Why hope for something? You can see that right here in the natural. It's what you can't see. It's what you can't see. Amen? It's what you can't see. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 16. Wait a minute. I wrote that down wrong. Hmm. I wonder which one I meant. Hold on. Maybe I'll figure that out. I won't worry about it. It'll come to me later. Let me see if this Nope, that ain't it. It'll come to me later. I wrote down the wrong number. So, faith sees through the eyes of the spirit. Faith sees through the eyes of the spirit. Yes, that's what faith does. Faith gives us supernatural sight to see what the Holy Spirit is trying to show us. Faith has eyes and can see. 
Amen. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Talking about this sight that you only get by way of the Holy Spirit. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That's what we're talking about. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Beginning with verse 9. Chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them to us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The Holy Spirit opens the eyes of our understanding if we will pay attention when he's trying to do it. Amen? If we will pay attention when he's trying to do it. Verse 14, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned or spiritually understood and grasped. Amen? Making your impossibilities required, must have, cannot do without, the work of the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of John, Chapter 6. The Gospel of John, Chapter 6. The Gospel of John, Chapter 6, Verse 63. The Gospel of John, Chapter 6, Verse 63. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. If you're in the flesh, don't expect to get these revelations from God that he's wanting to show you. You actually have to get out of your flesh. Amen. You've got to move into the realm of the spirit. You've got to step right over yourself because, remember, you've been crucified with Christ. You have been crucified with Christ. And the life you now live in the flesh, you live by the faith of the Son of God, who died and gave himself for you. So you step right over your own corpse, and you move into the spirit realm with the Holy Spirit. 
It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. If you remain in your flesh, you will have no profit. The words that I see you, Jesus says, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit. The understanding of them comes in the spirit realm, not in the fleshly, carnal, worldly realm. And they bring life to you. But you have to choose to receive life. Amen. The Holy Spirit must be actively involved in your situation or else it will not succeed to the degree that God desires. And that's the truth. That's the truth. The Holy Spirit must be actively involved in your situation or else it will not succeed to the degree that God desires. Too many saints have relied on their self-nature, their flesh, so that they behave as though they are addicted to its work. Ah, but not so. You have been redeemed. Some saints allow Satan to do things which are illegal because they do not live in the full force of their redemption, which are illegal because they do not live in the full force of their redemption. This woman had come to the end of herself. Have you? Are you still trying to work it out according to your own plan? This woman had executed her plan and had expected it to work. Yet it failed her. She did everything she could, but her plan failed her. What will you do when your plan fails? What will you do? What you thought would bring the results that you need and desire just doesn't work. It doesn't bring the results. You can't figure out why it didn't work, why it won't work. You tried everything to make it work and it just won't work. Well, this woman held on to the hope that she had, and she didn't let go. She believed that she could be made well. She just didn't know how. She just didn't know how. Then she heard about Jesus. Then she heard about Jesus. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The transition from hope to faith 
comes from hearing God's word, the gospel of the kingdom, the good news from God. You may believe the bad news from the lab test, from the lawyer, from the shift supervisor, or from whomever, or you can believe the good news from God. Your choice. Your choice, all your choice. For he that cometh to God, if that's what you're going to do, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. You can't come to God saying that God doesn't care about anybody and doesn't care about you and expect a miracle. It just isn't going to work. You can't decide that God doesn't exist and expect a miracle from God. That's not going to work either. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, According to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith, not according to my faith, according to your faith, be it unto you. Amen? Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. And hope maketh not ashamed. Hope maketh not ashamed. Hope in God does not leave you ashamed. Amen. Saints, this woman had to gain the faith to get dressed and to get out into a pushing, shoving crowd, which was larger than the Walmart crowds after Thanksgiving. And in a crowd, as you well know, everyone does not use proper hygiene or manners, much less civility. She had to position herself so that she was not trampled to death before she got to Jesus. Because, you know, crowds can easily become a stampede. She had to get to Jesus. And she had the disciples up there trying to keep people back so that there could be some room around Jesus for him to minister. Think about it. You had commercial fishermen in that group and others. They have a lot of upper body strength, and they had to keep certain people back so certain other people could get to Jesus, so Jesus could move around. They were pressing on everybody everywhere to get to Jesus, all of them at once. 
No, they were not standing in a line. Not. This was a pressing crowd. Amen. So, she had to position herself so that she was not trampled to death by this crowd before she could even get to Jesus. She was so weak that she had to slide on the walls of her home to get around. In this state of faith, in what Jesus could do, she pressed her way into that crowd. She pressed her way into that crowd. The woman moved as the crowd shoved her until she could move herself into a position to touch the border of Jesus' garment. She's getting pushed and shoved and pushed and shoved, and she's trying to use the little strength that she has left to let them move her to the place where she could touch Jesus' garment. She had humbled herself far more than most of us have. She had humbled herself. You see, saints, you can't touch the hem or the border of his garment, unless you were already on the ground crawling around. And don't you tell me that nobody stepped on that lady, because that's just not the truth. Amen. Yes, this woman had heard the good news from God and acted on that word. Saints, faith without works is dead. This woman had to sacrifice to get to Jesus. She needed that little bit of strength she had left just to survive and breathe. She did not rationalize the steps which the Spirit of God opened before her. She didn't sit there and go into this logical mind about, well, you know, if I do this, or if I do that, or if I don't do this, or if I do this instead, or maybe I should change to this. She didn't go through all of that. She just didn't. No, she didn't do that. She simply did what the Spirit of God opened before her to do. She just did it simply. Simple obedience. School of logic is not the school of faith. The school of logic is not the school of faith. The school of the odds is not the school of faith. The school of the odds. Well, you know, about one in five people survive this disease that you have. The odds, school of the odds, is not the school of faith. 
faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. So this woman reached forth in faith and touched the border of Jesus' garment. Then Jesus, knowing the frailty and the weakness of humans, immediately called out, Who touched me? Who touched me? Who touched me? And Jesus said in Luke 8, beginning with verse 46, Jesus said, somebody has touched me. For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. He didn't say anything about virtue going out of his border. He said, I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Amen. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him. You know, in their culture, women were not supposed to touch men. In their culture, Women were not supposed to touch men. Not all this public touching that they do in Western culture. No, that was forbidden. She stepped over tradition, over social mores. She had to get to Jesus. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When Jesus said, who touched me? The disciples said, what do you mean, who touched you? It's people everywhere. We can hardly move. How do you expect us to know who touched you? So she declared unto Jesus before all of the people, this was not a secret anymore. It was it was in the open now. For what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Saints, hear the Lord. Hear the Lord, he's speaking. Jesus said, thy faith hath made thee whole. The virtue did not flow out of the garment. It flowed from Jesus. The garment was mere cloth. Saints, we are the household of faith, not of cult or mystic. 
when we talk about divine healing, there is no mysticism and no magic. Jesus was explaining to her that it was not pressing through the crowd and grabbing hold of his garment that healed her, but her faith. He said, thy faith has made thee whole. He didn't say, my virtue has made thee whole. He didn't even say that. He said, thy faith has made thee whole. This is what healed her, the power of her faith in God. In 1 John, chapter 5, John, chapter 5, verse 4, 1 John, chapter 5, verse 4, we are told the following, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Amen? So, saints, your faith in God, your faith in his word, is what makes your possibilities possible and your impossibilities become defeated. You want God to make your impossibilities possible. You must needs be have faith in him and his word. Amen? Amen. 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 I hope you understood. If not, you can always recast the message. And I rather think some of you ought to. Possibly all of you. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. We have some praise reports. Let me get started. Let's start with Claudette. She has a praise report. Father, thank you for answering Marcelina's prayers. They do not have to do radiation, and there is no activity in the neck area for the chemo she received. Thank you, Jesus. I pray this situation brings her to a relationship with you like never before. Thank you so much, Lord, so much for being there for her. You touch her whole family. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. Now, Nina has a praise report. My car broke down while picking up my daughter from school. We had multiple people trying to jump my car and to assist us. Finally, we had to get a tow truck, a very nice young man. Thank God that everyone 
bless me with their assistance. I thank God he made it possible for me to have my car fixed. During the time of no transportation, he put people in my path to offer me rides to ensure I was able to go where I needed to go. More importantly, I was able to spend time allowing the Lord to encourage me and rest. The Lord goes before us. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for that. And M.M. has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for his rebuke and correction and guidance as where I was should be stationed employment-wise for the next eight months. He saw to it that I had a prosperous summer season. I immediately thought I would return to the last state I was in. I had set a date to leave and need a provision through circumstances and personal responsibilities tend to. I knew I was not going out of state again. I confessed to silent sulking and sadness. I immediately confessed and being and began seeking the Lord. I asked for forgiveness for assuming that I had to go back and not have asked him. Now a job found me. I was offered a nice contract and a very affordable residence. It was dirt cheap, $195 a month. I would have struggled going back to my previous place last year with high gas prices and high rent alone. I thank the Lord, my father, for looking, guiding me once again, and giving me approval. Praise you, Lord, for that. Deborah L. has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, every day you keep me safe. I'm in dangerous neighborhoods dealing with all types of people. And, Lord, you have kept me safe the whole time in my new office. I just praise you, Lord. Now, Winnie has what she calls to encourage someone. Some years back, I had moved from the city to a town, something that had happened, I had to leave. In the new town, I moved in with a family friend. For a while, I was looking. As I looked for a rental, by the grace of God, I got one good place, but I had to pay the deposit or it would be rented to someone else. I went to the bank and tried to withdraw from the ATM, but my card got swallowed up because it wasn't active, and at the moment, I didn't know that. I went in the bank, and they told me the card was deactivated because I hadn't used it in six months, and I needed to go to the main branch that I opened the account in to get the card activated. The problem was it had taken me three days to get back to the city and would have the account would have activated and I would return back. Just when I was walking out of the bank, someone in the bank started talking to me, and I told him what I was told to do. He told me that he worked in the bank and asked me to give him my details. He went inside the bank office, and he came back with a new activated ATM card. I withdraw the money and paid my rent deposit on the same day. Praise you, Lord, for that. And during the same period, I had a short run of money when I realized the amount in the morning that I would I had sat down and involved God in planning for the money. I had to last until I got more. I reduced my food budget, was planning to eat cheap and fast food. That morning when I went out of my house, as I walked, I saw money on the ground. I didn't take it. I told the Lord it could be a trap. And I traveled to town doing my task at exactly 1 p.m. 
I was not even thinking about lunch. I got a phone call, and it was a family member for the city, and he asked me to meet him in a restaurant. He told me that morning his boss come out come without planning and sent him to town urgently and even paid for his air ticket and at the end of the day wouldn't at the end of the day without even asking he brought me lunch gave me money and did a huge grocery shopping for me praise you lord praise you lord lord you've been taking care of winnie for a long time and you take care of all of us if we'll just believe and let you and another time i was hurriedly going to work i forgot to add my handbag and the money and the car credit card purse or wallet they were in the bag and i had a pre that I'd had the previous day. By God's grace, I had some coins, just enough for fare. So when I got to work during break time, that's when I realized I didn't have any money with me. I asked a coworker to lend me the fare, and she couldn't. Was told I was careless, and I, if I can remember, and what people didn't like was the way I talked to my God talk. So I decided at exactly 5 p.m. I would leave to be the first one in the office to walk home. I love hiking, so it wouldn't be a big deal for me. And it wasn't far. At exactly 5 p.m. I started walking, and I was walking down the street in the city, and I saw my sister standing outside of the building where I could clearly see her. I didn't know what she was coming to the city for. I hadn't planned to meet her. She told me. My aunt had asked her to come for an interview the next day and had to travel that day, so I borrowed the fare from her and even went to the interview, and she didn't get the job. How amazing is the Lord? You may not see the circumstances in the future, but he sees and plans a way out in advance. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. He does not even judge the way the world judges. He is sovereign. And during the COVID lockdowns, I wanted to relocate to where I currently, where I am currently. It was hard to find moving, relocating transportation because the lockdowns were based on the hot spots and I was in a hot area. Nobody could move in or out in the hotspot areas. I prayed about moving and had decided to move during the lockdown suspensions. Things were so uncertain. I couldn't even pack because the means of transportation were uncertain. And it wasn't until 8 p.m. the day the lockdown to restart, I just was waiting to hear from someone I knew from the moving and uh, moving business and to find a way for me to move. By the grace of God, around midday, someone from the transport business had an empty vehicle and was coming in my direction. They called me and told me they were nearby and, and started getting things out. Unfortunately, I hadn't packed and didn't have liquid cash. I asked the Holy Spirit what to do. I hadn't gone to withdraw money. I hadn't packed, and the time was not on my side. As soon as I stopped talking, I received a mobile phone message, money, Mobile money, someone who owed me money, sent the exact amount of money I needed. And later, that person was asking if I had paid because I could not recall. I didn't have to pack a lot because the vehicle that came was too big and everything fitted well. I traveled safely without police interference or anyone attempting to take me to an isolation center. I really thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, Father, and the Holy Ghost. For he 
is and has been to me my ever-present help in times of needs, and not only over these few testimonies but many others and all the ones in the futures, all the glory to the Lord, and he does mighty. To his power there is no end. There is no end. And we will continue these later. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Aren't these just awesome praise reports? I give you all the praise and all the glory. Praise you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, everyone, who shared their praise report. It encourages all of us. Amen. Amen. It encourages all of us. All of us. Um, There are specific ones of you that the Holy Spirit wants you to recast tonight's message more than one time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So there you have that. Praise the Lord. We need to get going. We've got a lot to do tonight. Amen. We have a lot to do. God is so good to us, saints. God is so good to us. I mean, he is good to us. If you only knew how good God really is to us. He he keeps us from dangers seen and unseen. So, we are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning the World Health Organization is not plotting to take over the world. We need to remember what it is an organization of fairly ordinary people, not especially experts in their field, who have landed jobs and benefits that most of us would envy. Not intrinsically nefarious, the organization is just being obedient to those who fund it and who define how those funds must be used. This is necessary if its staff are to keep their jobs. The World Health Organization is, however, promoting a new treaty being discussed by its governing body, the World Health Assembly, aimed at centralizing its control over health emergencies. The World Health Assembly is also amending the international health regulations, which have force under international law to give the World Health Organization power power to demand lockdown, mandate vaccines for you and your family, and prevent you from traveling. Isn't that interesting? Health emergencies in this context are any potential risks that the director general determines might cause a significant problem to health. This could be a viral variant somewhere, an outbreak of information that he or she disagrees with, or even changing weather. The current director general has already insisted that all of these major, all of these are major and growing threats. He even declared a public health emergency of international concern after five people in the world died of monkeypox. The rest of the United Nations 
in its current desperation over impending climate Armageddon is much the same as the World Health Organization. As temperatures reach giddy heights that were useful for producing meat and barley in medieval Greenland, most of its staff don't really believe we are on the cusp of extinction. They're just ordinary people paid to say these things and concerned about job security and promotion if they don't. People whose wealth has made them very powerful see great gain in having the World Health Organization and the UN act in this way. These people have also invested heavily in the media and politics to ensure broad support. Staff of the World Health Organization and the UN who fight this form within are hardly going to enhance their career prospects. There is also just enough of a grain of truth in the stories, because viruses do kill people, and CO2 is rising while the climate is changing, to justify the overall harm they know they are doing. In reality, law organizations work for those who fund them. Most of their staff just do what they are told and accept their paychecks. A few courageous ones tend to leave or get pushed. Many who lack the courage of their convictions hide behind the organization, hoping that others will step up first. Mm-hmm. And some are a bit clueless and cannot really figure out what is going on. Sounds a bit like the body of Christ, doesn't it? An unfortunate few genuinely feel trapped into submission due to difficult personal circumstances. When the ethos of funding the World Health Organization and the wider UN was about helping the world's populations to improve their lot, this is what the staff generally advocated for and worked to implement. Now that they are guided by the very wealthy and by multinational corporations that have investors to please, they advocate and work for the benefit of these new masters with the same enthusiasm. This is why such organizations are so useful to those who wish to expand personal power in discussing how a relative few can influence or run these powerful international organizations. It's easy to think it's all unbelievable or the ramblings of a conspiracist. If you don't pause and really apply your brain. It's important, sir, saints, for you to use your brain. It's very important. God gave you one, and he wants you to use it. Yes, he wants you to use your brain. Amen? Amen. How could so few take over the whole world? If someone has as much money as whole countries but does not have a country to look after, they really do have quite a lot of scope. Applying some of this money strategically to specific institutions that then serve as tools to influence the rest is achievable. Their staff will be grateful for this apparent largest. Institutional capture of this type is achievable 
when we relax rules on taxation and conflict of interest, allowing certain individuals and corporations to gain vast financial leverage and to openly apply it. If we then allow them to form public-private partnerships, their aims can be further subsidized with our money. If we allow our politicians to treat politics as a lifetime career, they will soon realize that rather than pleasing the populace, it's more effective to cozy up with these people who can fund their career. Mm-hmm. Can do this behind closed doors at results such as Davos. While the corporate media distract us by fawning over a teenager on the main stage raging against the machine. The result is inevitable because the politicians need money and positive media coverage, and the cartels of the wealthy need more amicable laws. International public health is now a stunning example of such corporate capture. These The same entities fund the training colleges, research groups, where the students will seek jobs, modeling that will define their priorities, agencies where they will implement their learning, journals they will read, and the mass media that will assure them it's all for the best. The media will also publicly vilify those who step out of line. The climate issue is not terribly different if you dig a bit. Those who comply will have assured careers, and those who don't will not. Industries will then shift to policies and study results that benefit the sponsors. Try to think of a rich person who genuinely lost interest in becoming wealthier. There are a few saints in history But greed is a powerful force that is seldom assuaged by accumulation of the stuff that greed seeks. There are a few F-E-W, saints in history, but greed is a powerful force that is seldom assuaged by accumulation of the stuff that greed seeks. There is nothing new under the sun not greed, and not those who pretend that the fruit of greed is something good. To achieve success in accumulating more power and wealth, you would have to, by definition, take sovereignty and wealth from others. People don't like having this taken away from them. Power in a true democracy is granted by the people, not taken, and only held on the consent of those who granted it. Few ordinary people want to give up their wealth to someone already wealthier than they are. They may consider transferring it in taxes in order to gain mutual benefit, but not giving it to another to use as the receiver pleases. To succeed in accumulating power and wealth, it's therefore often necessary to take it by force or by deceit to take it by force or by deceit. Miracle, that's what you watch Sunday. Deceit is usually the last risk. Lies and deceit don't work on everyone, 
but they work on many. As the enemy of deceit is truth, and the enemy of tyranny is equality, in this case, individual sovereignty or bodily autonomy. People who insist on truth and individual rights must be suppressed by those who wish to accumulate power. The most effective way is to silence them and to reassure the majority who have fallen for the deceit that these nonconformists are the enemy. Remember pandemic of the unvaccinated, denigration and scapegoating, using terms such as anti-X, Y-denier, and so-called Z? Make the non-complying minority look negative and inferior. The majority can then safely ignore them and even feel superior in doing so. If the mass media can be brought on board, almost impossible for the non-compliers to clear their name and get their message across. The largest funders of media are now pharmaceutical companies. If you turn on television for about five minutes, if you can stand it that long, you will have more drug commercials than I have seen in almost all my life. They are now telling the patient what to do, how to do it, how you can make it work in your life, and they have actually bypassed the professionals that know better. But, of course, you just sit there and suck it up. Uh Amen. They are also large funders of politicians. The largest owners of media are BlackRock and Vanguard who are coincidentally also the largest shareholders of several pharmaceutical companies. So imagine how profitable it would be if these investment houses directly and through lackey organizations, such as the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, or the UN, thought of using such assets to provide maximum profit, as indeed in an a moral business environment they are supposed to do. If a relatively new virus came along in such a scenario, all that would be needed is to apply these media and political assets to sow fear and confine people, then offer them a pharmaceutical way out of their confinement. Such a scheme would virtually print money for their investors. Follow the money. This pharmaceutical escape could even be made to look like a saving grace rather than a scheme born of and run through greed. A short glance at reality indicates that we do seem to be going through such a scenario. We got society into a total mess by dropping the basic rules that kept greed at bay, then let greed run rampant and called it progress. Fear and impoverishment are symptoms. The WHO, the UN, and the mass media are tools. Soon other tools will impose central bank digital currencies and generously provide a universal basic income, an allowance as it is given to a child to relieve the impoverishment. 
this programmable currency will be spent on what the financiers decide and withdraw on their whims such as on any sign of disloyalty. That's exactly what slavery is, except even the current approach of media sponsorship will no longer be required to keep people in line. To fix this, it will be necessary to take the tools away from those who are misusing them, whether the tools are the WHO, the UN, or whatever. If your really useful hammer is going to be used by an intruder to break your legs, then get rid of the hammer, okay? That's right. There are more important things in life than banging in nails. Put more plainly, as democratic countries, we should not be funding organizations that do that do of others to impoverish us and erode our democracy. This is self-destruction. We need to decide whether individual sovereignty is a worthwhile call. Is it really true that all are born equal and should live equal, or should we embrace a hierarchical, caste-like, or feudal society? History suggests that those on top will probably be keen on the feudal approach. Therefore, those not on top and those who hold to belief that transcend greed had better start taking this problem seriously. Ceasing support for institutions that are being used to steal from us is an obvious starting point. By regaining maturity, Regarding the reality of human nature, we can start dismantling the prison being built around us. Treat the sponsoring media as if they are sponsors. Try to tell the truth as often and as rigorously as we can. When light is shed on a trap, others are less likely to fall into it. When enough decide that what is intrinsically ours must remain ours, Those who want to take it will be unable to do so. Then we can address health, climate, and whatever else in a way that benefits humanity rather than just benefiting a bunch of wealthy, self-entitled villains and evil persons. Amen. Amen. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the organization of mama bears called One Million Moms is exposing another low in the moral decline of the Girl Scouts. They quote the organization's website, the Girl Scout LGBTQ plus Pride Month Celebration Fund Patch is designed for Girl Scouts of all levels and their leaders to honor LGBTQ plus history, celebrate their diverse cultures and identities of LGBTQ plus people, and acknowledge the many contributions that the LGBTQ plus community has made and continues to make across our nation. Yeah, we saw that on the White House lawn, their contribution. Girls and leaders have plenty of activities to choose from to earn this fun pack. Yeah, 
It's a fun patch, all right. Let me see. It's a fun patch. Oh, it's a fun patch. Where did I put that? Amen. It's a fun patch. It's got more fun than you've ever seen before. Amen. Ah, here it is. Girl Scouts can now earn a sodomite patch. It's a real world, church. In order to earn the patch, here are some of the activities listed. Sketch a portrait of a member of the LGBTQ plus community who you admire. I wouldn't be able to do that. Make a LGBTQ plus music playlist. I can't do that either. Create art that celebrates how families come in all kinds. Participate in No Name Calling Week, which is sponsored by the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. Attend an LGBTQ plus pride celebration. One Million Moms also notes that this is only a continuation of the Scouts' moral decline. This slide began several years ago with their support of abortion, Planned Parenthood-type sexual education, and other homosexual agendas. They also point out that only 10 to 20% of the revenue from the Girl Scout cookie sales goes to the local troops. The rest goes to the Girl Scouts USA organization collected as royalty on its trademark. Some of the money then goes to support these perverted agendas. Unfortunately, the Girl Scouts are not alone in this march to evil. Mike DeSocio is a queer journalist writing for the Washington Post. He covered the Boy Scout National Jamboree this summer in West Virginia and was pleased with what he saw. Among the hundreds of tents was one decorated with a canopy of LGBTQ pride flags and a string of multicolored lights, its tables covered with bowls of rainbow bracelets, pronouns, stickers, and diversity patches. The tent must have been large because one volunteer told him that there had been up to 2,000 kids in the tent at once. The volunteer said, but it was all curiosity, and how do I help, rather than, Hostility. So it's all been incredibly welcoming and positive, but the scouts have paid a price. After admitting homosexual men into their leadership in 2015, transsexual boys in 2017, and girls in 2018, they have lost nearly half of their membership. They should have lost most of it. Indeed, the jamboree was attended by 15,000 compared to the 40,000 that showed up in 2017. Shortly after this openness to diversity, the organization was hit by 80,000 claims of sexual abuse. That's an awful lot. The $2.46 billion settlement bankrupted the organization. Thank you. DeSocio tries to spin this to the positive by claiming that it created a shift in focus by the scouts evidenced by a diversity, equity, and inclusion merit badge 
becoming required for Eagle Scout rank. So you got to go queer to get an Eagle Scout rank now. To demonstrate how pervasive this is in the organization, he visited the tent set up for girls. There, a 19-year-old bisexual volunteer told him, I know the people that are coming through here, like trans, non-binary youth, the queer youth, are having a great time seeing themselves represented in a space that they love so much. That is scouting. Fortunately, when the Boy Scouts began to fail, another organization was formed in 2014 to provide an alternative. It's called Trail Life USA and already has over 1,000 troops with an auxiliary called American Heritage Girls and a strong reputation for helping to keep the kids on the straight and narrow. This shocking attack on the innocence of our children is further evidence that we need to get the gospel out while we still have the freedom to do it. Amen. So, Father, we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning smartphone addiction is becoming rampant around the globe. These are the most susceptible, although the problem isn't exclusive to them. Social media screen time, screen time competes with our focus on loved ones, core life ambitions, and essential chores. Worldwide, more than 6.6 billion people use smartphones for communication, Internet browsing, or gaming. Increasing research reveals the compulsive use of smartphones can significantly, uh, significantly affect physical and mental health, leading to depression, infertility, and delayed brain development. Experts suggest that the consequences of excessive smartphone usage might be more severe than anticipated. Addiction is defined as a pleasure-inducing behavior that, through repeated exposure, gradually leads to loss of control and further negative consequences. Some research suggests that smartphone addiction is similar to most addictive disorders. The smartphones are easy, small, easy to operate, and portable makes the risk of addiction even more insidious and pervasive. In 2019, a study published in the Journal of American Medical Association Psychiatry surveyed 6,595 American teenagers. The study found that compared with those not using social media, those using it for 30 minutes to three hours per day had 1.89 times more risk of developing symptoms, including anxiety and depression. The risk increased to 2.47 times for three to six hours of daily usage and 2.83 times for more than six hours. The more time spent on social media, the stronger the feelings of anxiety, depression, and loneliness. Although social media can also be accessed via computers, most people use social media through smartphone apps. A study published in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine in July 2017 revealed that people who frequently check social media 
were 2.7 times more likely to develop depression than those who checked it the least. Those spending the most time on social media had 1.7 times higher risk of developing depression than peers spending less time. A recent study from Canada posted that social media addiction might be as destructive as other forms of addiction, such as gambling and medicine abuse. Researchers surveyed 750 Canadians aged 16 to 30 and found that those who frequently accessed social media on their smartphones were willing to make various sacrifices to stay on social media. About 40% were willing to give up caffeine, alcohol, and video games. 30% preferred not exercising, watching TV, or dining at their favorite restaurant for a year. Nearly 10% would accept infertility or give up a year of life. 5% and 3% were willing to lose 5 to 10 years of life, respectively. Fewer than 5% were willing to contract sexually transmitted diseases or life-threatening conditions such as cancer. And 10% to 15% were ready to gain 15 pounds, shave their heads, give up driving, stop traveling, or live without air conditioning rather than quit social media. Additionally, the research showed that people with higher levels of smartphone addiction had decreased cognitive abilities, visual and auditory reactions, and self-control. They scored lower on overall happiness and higher on fear of making mistakes and procrastination. In April this year, data published by the Australian Bureau of Statistics showed that 90% of children spend at least one hour per week on screens, with an increase in the number of children spending more than 20 hours per week, while the proportion of 5- to 14-year-olds using screens remained at 90%, the time spent increased compared with 2017 to 2018. Michelle Ducat, the head of education and training statistics at the ABS, stated that 40% of children spend 10 to 19 hours on screens, but the percentage of children using screens for more than 20 hours per week has increased from 16 to 24%. Longitudinal analysis conducted over several years revealed a concerning trend. A higher frequency of Internet use appears to be linked to a decrease in verbal intelligence and a reduced increase in regional gray and white matter volume in growing children across widespread areas of the brain. The regions affected encompass areas intricately tied to various cognitive functions. These include regions associated with language processing, attention, executive functions, emotion regulation, and reward perception. In summation, the findings suggest a direct or indirect correlation between frequent Internet usage and the decline of verbal intelligence. Moreover, this pattern seems to extend to the development of less gray matter volume in multiple brain areas during later stages. Research from Japan linked students using smartphone for three years since the sixth grade to significantly reduce brain development during that time. 
Dr. K, a professor at the Institute of Development, Aging, and Cancer at Tohoku University, conducted research involving more than 70,000 Japanese primary and secondary school students that revealed that longer smartphone usage correlated with greater academic decline. Dr. K explained in his Japanese language book, Online Brain, a dangerous problem revealed from an emergency experiment at the university, that face-to-face communication stimulates the brain in various ways, leading to active functioning. On the other hand, online communication offers limited brain stimulation, activating only parts of the brain. He stressed that the negative effect of smartphones cannot be overlooked. Dr. K advises students to distance themselves from smartphones while studying and limit daily smartphone usage to one hour or less. The Taiwan Ministry of Health and Welfare Department of Mental Health suggests two approaches to treating Internet addiction based on its causes. One involves psychological therapy to help those with Internet addiction to understand themselves, explore identity, affect change, and ultimately improve Internet addiction. The other involves medical intervention, as addicts often have other mental disorders such as depression and anxiety. Treating these related disorders can help alleviate the Internet addiction. Dr. Wu, Director of Addiction Psychiatry Department of the Ministry of Health and Welfare Affiliated Psychiatric Center in Taiwan, suggests simple methods to address addiction. These include engaging in activities of interest during leisure time, using apps to control usage, turning off smart devices before sleep, gradually reducing screen time, planning regular breaks, turning off notifications, and reducing dependence on technology. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in such matters. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. On August 8, 2023, a historic town of Lahania on the island of Maui a popular tourist spot was destroyed by fire that seemingly came out of nowhere. As of Monday morning, August 14th, the the death toll sits at 96. It's much higher now. An estimated 2,200 acres have been burned. Over 2,000 buildings have been reduced to ash. And of those buildings, 80% of them were residential homes. The investigation is ongoing. Loved ones are still missing, but alongside the rubble in ruin, questions remain. My goal is to give a voice to Maui residents in their eyewitness accounts, highlight key facts that have been completely buried, and provide relevant historical context, and ultimately share with you what the media won't tell you about the Maui fire. Not so long ago, the band of islands we call Hawaii was a sovereign state known as the Kingdom of Hawaii because of its key location in the Pacific Ocean and its fertile ground. Hawaii was historically a prized place for trade. However, the kingdom fell when the United States 
gobbled it up under the whole nation the whole notion of manifest destiny. With a little help from the U.S. government, a group of American and European businessmen overthrew the Hawaiian monarchy. You see, the Hawaiian Islands offered a key position for a U.S. military base and would aid in the development of the U.S. as a global superpower, and thus the final queen of the kingdom of Hawaii was disposed in 1893. From then on, Hawaii played a key role in the world stage. Just think about it. The Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, which occurred on December 7, 1941, it had a significant effect on the United States and was crucial in influencing the government's decision to end World War II. It was also key in rallying the emotional support for war from U.S. troops and civilians alike. Nearly a century later, there's an open discourse on the idea that President Roosevelt either let it happen, as in he had poor knowledge of Pearl Harbor and did nothing, or he caused it to happen. You know the same conversation we have about George W. Bush. Alas, Americans would not and could not give their consent to war without a reason they just needed to be given one problem reaction solution. At 11 a.m. on August 4, 2023, it was reported by satellite that a handful of small fires had started on Maui around the same time. No cause has officially been given, and this is a key detail that I just want to emphasize. It wasn't just one fire that started, but several at once. On Tuesday morning, August 8, Lahaina, the kingdom of Hawaii's capital city, began to witness wildfires. That name is that city is a small town located in Maui, and in the Hawaiian language, it means cruel or merciless sun. Survivors of the fire reported that there were no sirens or warnings when the fire started, only strong winds that brought distant fire into the residential areas within minutes. According to emergency officials, Maui's warning sirens didn't sound as devastating wildfires approach as they should have. On the island of Maui, there are 80 outdoor sirens to alert residents of tsunamis or other natural disasters, but those sirens were totally silent as people burned to death. According to investigators, quote, nobody at the state and nobody at the county attempted to activate those sirens based on our records, end quote. Emergency alert texts were reportedly sent out, but due to the rate at which these fires spread, the towers were down, the power lines were down, and people weren't receiving those alerts on their phones or TVs, all of which contributed to the chaos. The fires were so intense and spread so rapidly that the U.S. Coast Guard saved over 50 individuals after some people fled the fire by jumping into the Pacific Ocean. The fires were still active the following day, and locals reported being barred from, the, from bringing supplies to the affected areas just to even search for their loved ones and render, render aid. And this is another weird, strange detail. 
the incident commander, 2017 Las Vegas country music mass shooting, one of the biggest cover-ups in U.S. history, just happens to be Maui's police police chief, John Pelletier, who said the, the following about the fires. Find these, you know, our family and our friends. The remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal. We know we've got to go quick but we got to do it right so that we pick up the remains and they fall apart. And so when you have 200 people running through the scene yesterday and some of you, that's what's happened. That's what you're stepping on. I don't know how much more you want me to describe it. Hawaii Governor Josh Green said the town looked like a bomb had been dropped and he wasted no time blaming the fires on climate change. All right, now you know. Of course, mainstream media reigned with this narrative and has blamed humans for living and vacationing in Maui for the wildfires, which brings us into a whole other conversation entirely about who is actually responsible for the wildfires in Maui. According to some local bad government and poor land management is to blame as dry, non-native, invasive grasses weren't properly cleared in previous years, which served as perfect tender under the right conditions, strong winds, and drought. And I want you to remember what we talked about. Earlier satellites picked up all these flyers across the island, igniting around the same time, same day, the morning of August 4th. It wasn't just one fire. It was multiple fires across Maui. And I'm not trying to interject my opinion when I'm just giving you the facts. But that in particular sticks out to me. I find it weird. So, of course, there's already a wrongful death lawsuit brewing. And, quote, legal terms from Watkara, Singleton, whoever they are, in France law group firms, have all independently reached the conclusion the Hawaii's electric electric compromised infrastructure served as the ignition source for the inferno, end quote. I just want to point out that according to the World Economic Forum in an article that was that they published in twenty eighteen, Hawaii plans to be the first US state to run entirely on clean energy, with clean energy being defined as solar wind, biomass, and geothermal green power. Someone sent me that article I was reading up on how our current power grid will stand up to the clean energy goals of the future, and basically the corporations are lobbying for our entire power grid to be replaced. So if you fault Hawaii Electric, sue them for all they're worth, put them out of business, who replaces them? Will it be whoever is going to bring forth the goals of agenda 2030 in the World Economic Forum, attorneys are blaming the electric company, probably because the electric company has the deepest pocket. The governor is blaming climate change, and other people are blaming land mismanagement, while others are whispering about directed energy weapons. It's too easy for people to dismiss because fires can be attributed to many things. But there is just this glaring coincidence one cannot overlook for this particular fire. AFRL's Directed Energy Directorate 
is the Department of the Air Force Center for Expertise for Directed Energy and Optical Technology. Directed Energy Air Force. They specialize in directed energy weapons that harness the power of the electromagnetic spectrum to enable airmen to effectively and affordably strike critical targets all at the same all at the speed of light according to their website. The AFRL Directed Energy Directorate operates two major telescope sites that are used to advance SSA technologies. One of these sites is based in New Mexico. The other site is located on, you'll never guess, the other site is located on Maui. (coughs) Mm -hmm. The Maui site is called the Air Force Maui Optical and Supercomputing Site Observatory. Let's go down the list a little logical assessment here. Do direct energy weapons exist that cause wildfires? According to U.S. government websites, yes. Does the U.S. government have the ability to use those resources to the U.S. government website? Yes. If the U.S. government has this tool, does it mean other countries have this tool, could use it on the U.S.? Theoretically, yes. Would wildfires sparked by directed energy weapons serve their dialectic of problem-reaction-solution, you know, policy changes and narrative shifts in sustainable development goals and whatnot? Sure. Can we prove that they used a directed energy weapon and that it was the U.S. government who used it? Personally, I'm not going to say at this moment. No, we can't prove it, but what I will say is that if I were on the ground in Maui and I had a basic understanding of local politics and procedures and I decided to dig deeper on this story, I would probably want to know who fled the wildfires before anyone else, who from government or high society was evacuated before the traffic jams and all the chaos started, and I would also want to watch who benefits from the destruction. The average residential home in Maui is just at the median price of $1.2 million. Can insurance companies afford to rebuild thousands of homes in this area? Can families who didn't have homeowner's insurance afford to rebuild their homes and businesses with the rapid inflation we've experienced over the past couple of years. The cost of building has increased substantially. What will insurance cover? Because I'm imagining a scenario where residents are left with land, with no means to rebuild, and nowhere to live in the interim. And yes, that would make it hard to say no to offers on your property. Call the setup. But all of my neighbors and I are interested in what the news actually is because we don't have access to the internet, not cellular, not cable internet. We don't have a TV. We do have the radio, but for whatever reason, the radio out here continues to just mainly play music. I've heard very, very few broadcasts of news, and I don't know 
if that's just my timing of listening to it, but there's really been very little information. I live on Maui. The media is lying and or covering up the extent of the damage and the death count. I personally know people that are telling me that death and destruction is way worse than than we're being told. I am witnessing the cover-up by the media firsthand. Really, my final question that the media would never ask is, are we witnessing a land grab at buyer sale prices in the future? What do you think, Internet friends? So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on such. Amen. We want to thank the Lord. Since they aren't putting out any information, he can put out information. Why? Because he is the revealer of secrets. Amen. Amen. Brother Marshall. Amen. Well, you are the revealer of secrets. You know all that's going on, and we're all here for such a time as this. Was Esther thrilled to be in that time where she was when her people were being threatened by some people who had a, an agenda, especially one person in particular who didn't like her uncle who had raised her. And he th- thought, well, now this guy isn't licking my boots, isn't bound down before me. And there's some people in our current society, not just the United States, every nation for that matter, that don't like the global group that seems to want people to bow down and say, oh, yes, everybody, the CCP and the WEF and and the Western culture, oh, yes, we think you're fabulous. So, Father, we know that you do reveal secrets, and we thank you for doing so, because we've been praying according to your word in several places in Jesus' name. I'm trying to turn to that one, Lord. There it is. In Daniel 2:47, the king, there's Nebuchadnezzar, answered to Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of God and a Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, since I could reveal this secret. Well, how did he do it? Just the same way we do. Because you said, if two of you are on earth, the greatest touch to anything else, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. There's more than two of us on earth, Lord. And we're in agreement. Our feet are on earth, but we're, and our spirit man are connected with Jesus, who's at the right hand, at your right hand, Father God, because you raised him up together with Christ Jesus. We reckon ourselves dead with Christ. That's what happened when we were water baptized. I didn't know that the first time when I was 30 years old. And I didn't even really understand about baptism then. But that was even in the Episcopal Church when they did the little sprinkling thing. And the pastor said, well, I could take you to a pool and baptize you if you want. But I didn't even know why he asked me that because I knew so little. I hadn't read the scriptures much. I really didn't know. I only knew the most basic thing, that if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I didn't even know what sin really was. But, Father God, we know that all have missed the mark. All have sinned and fallen short of your grace. But we thank you, Father, for restoring the grace, the glory that the Lord Jesus had with you from before the foundation. Well, Jesus didn't just show up on, on Christmas morn. Jesus is from eternity past. He's the eternal word of God that spoke all of us into being. Thank you, Father, for creating us for your glory. We come before your throne of grace according to Hebrews 4.16, according to Hebrews 7.25. Because Jesus is our mediator. His blood is sprinkling, is speaking better things than that of Abel, like it says in Hebrews uh, 12:24. And we ask because of the blood of sprinkling, because of Jesus' blood. His is an ordinary blood. His is the holy, holy, eternal blood of the living creator God. Because, Father God, you're in the Lord Jesus, reconciling the world unto yourself. And we're not here because we're righteous. We're here for your mercy's sake, for your name's sake. 
and we thank you for delivering us for your name's sake. We ask you to deliver all those people in harm's way, especially the children, every nation, Father God. Yes, the United States, from all these people who bow down and worship false gods, and every witchcraft curse coming from false gods, not just the WEF, a Klaus Schwab little prophet guy, uh, Noel Harari, who thinks he's got it all figured out. He thinks AI is more powerful than the creator God. Father God, you've seen what they've said. So we've spread this before you, just like Hezekiah did when he was being threatened. He said, Lord, will you not judge them for the words they've spoken? You said, death and life is in the power of the tongue. That, that They love it. You'll eat the fruit thereof. Father God, they have some nasty fruit to eat, Father God, because whatever, whatever we sow, if we sow to the flesh, we're going to reap the carnal uh, results, Father God, in Jesus' name. And that includes Noah Harari's preaching against the Most High God and saying, oh, my, my little God, Satan, is stronger than your God, the Creator God. That is a bold-faced lie. And you know what happens to liars, Father God. All those different liars that are trying to bring in the LGBTQ nonsense into the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, and all the rest of it, Father God. We thank you for those that are starting new troops, Father God, those that are standing for the truth. And we ask for your divine help and intervention and judication because your arm is not too short to save. We said when the enemy comes in like a flood, he's trying to come in like a flood. There's really not that many of them, as Pastor Sabrina already read from the WEF. They're just people. They're people with an agenda, Father God. They have, they're people of the World Health Organization that have an agenda. People at, at the WEF, they all have an agenda. What's their agenda? The nonsense, Father God, of trying to control people's minds, Father God. It's a psychological warfare. It's not just because we're told in your word, Father God, the people that don't believe the truth of your word, Father God, their minds are blinded by the, who's that called? The God of this world, the prince of the power of the air. So we bind you, Satan, you and all your little mind-blinding spirits, all your little underlings are bound. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, in Jesus' name, according to Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19, and also Mark 3, 26 and 27. And you, Father God, we thank you that your arm is not too short to save. In Jesus' name, we thank you for exposing all that the enemy is doing. And you said in Romans 3, 26 and 27, is that where it is, Lord? Not Romans. Uh, it's Mark. <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. You get me back on track. I know apart from you, Lord, I can do nothing, but I'm so grateful that you said I'll, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father God. Romans, Mark 3, 26 and 27, Jesus speaking, And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, then he will spoil his house. You, Satan, the so-called strong man, you're not nearly as strong as the creator God. Yeah, you're the God of this world, the prince of the power of the air. You, the strong man, and all your underlings are bound, seeking to kill steal, and or destroy. And every one of these different items that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, and Brother Bill was kind enough to post, Father God. And we, Father God, we ask for your divine help. Say we speak confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion, the enemy's camp. No weapon formed against us will prosper. And every time that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the service of the Lord, including the mind-blinding spirits and those different spirits trying to affect the electronic kind of that media to control people's minds and hearts through addiction in Jesus, not just from smartphones, all ungodly mind control spirits are bound, including those that are associated with this, this new little warning that's come out that, what is it going to be, October 4th, around uh, 2.40 in the afternoon, 
It's not just supposed to be an a, a international uh, test of the global alert system. It's supposed to be an opportunity to affect people. So help us to be wise and sharp and harmless as doves. We've all been advised to shut off our electronic devices, cell phones and the like, laptops, whatever people have, computers, and, and to turn them off for at least an hour from 3 to 4 p.m. East Coast time on October 4th. So we thank you for warning your servants, Father God, from the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy. We thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to show us things that are coming, Father God. And a lot of people, thank you for that report from that person on the ground in, in Hawaii, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father God, for in all the nonsense being brought forth by the World Health Organization, is it there for our benefit to help people be healthy? Or are they there to push an agenda? That so-called was a Hegelian dialect. I can hardly say it either. Um, which, which they offer a problem, then they offer a solution. Isn't that what happened on September 11th, 2021? They gave us a problem. Oh, they had a nice solution. How could they write up the Patriot Act so quickly? You mean it was written ahead of time? Oh, you mean, what about Building 7? Oh, was it hit by, uh, hit by an airplane? Was that all just PSYOP? Was it all just, was it actually just controlled demolition? And the people who owned that, uh, they had an agenda. They had a reason to bring it down. <clears throat> but the main reason was to control the people with fear. We bind that spirit of ungodly fear, trying to be pushed on the world's agenda in, in Jesus' name, through the WHO, through the WEF, and all these people trying to control trying to control the people through their phones and through everything else. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. In Jesus, Satan, you're bound. All your undones are bound from our position. Seed in heavenly places, according to Proverbs 18.10. Ephesians 2, verse 6. That's the end of Psalm 91. All of Psalm 91. We've seen the benefit of all Psalm 91 for all the saints. And all those that will be in the body of Christ, all the family members, every believer, those are coming into the body of Christ. Because you said, Lord, believe in the Lord Jesus and be so-so in your household. You'll be saved, healed, delivered, preserved, made whole, and your household. Well, we don't all see it happening right away, do we? Our family members, that is, rushing into the body of Christ. But they're going to come there. Because you said, when your judgments on the earth, the people will learn righteousness. Father, I think that's over in uh, Isaiah 26 somewhere, maybe around verse 9. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I didn't remember that, but you did. Thank you, Father God, for the spirit of adoption. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings are bound every one of your demonic assignments, including through the perversion of the uh, marine spirits trying to operate in the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, and all the associated groups trying to bring perversion and everything from the, from the, about that, from those behind closed doors that meet at Davos and all those people, all the perversions being Pushed on the on the little people of the world, like the, the the natural people in Hawaii, they've been there for generations. And did somebody want their land? Uh, I don't think what was her name, uh, that uh, the, the lady who. Mm, it doesn't matter right now. There's some people very high. People would know their names right away. That own very nice big mansions in Hawaii, bigger than the little million dollar properties near the coast. Oh, they have nice big mansions, Father God, and they have an agenda, Father God, and they want to bring in their, make it a nice smart city right there. Isn't that nice? So how, how are they going to do this? And, of course, we hear about all these things, Father God, and we hear from people, and some people seem to be telling the truth, including somebody from totally independent who found available on, on the sources that the Chinese could be in cahoots with the United States government, just like they were. 
from the Fort Detrick virus, virus that, that Trump calls the China virus because it was taken from the United States, taken from Canada, sent over with Fauci's help over to Wuhan, Father God, because they were in cahoots working together to bring about a nice bioweapon. It wasn't the, the little, the little uh, COVID thing. Well, maybe that was just the flu because all the flu disappeared. But, Father God, what, what could this be? Could this be an agenda, Father God? We know what's going on. And they say that, sat, that, that the Chinese have satellites that were right over that area, and they happened to buy, one of them passed it twice and even had time enough to recharge. And they have a big enough satellite with the ability with a laser, and they have a bigger laser than we do even in Hawaii. <laughs> Isn't that nice? We have one there. Uh, uh, they have a bigger laser, and they, they certainly could help the U.S. government zap down there. And have there been energies, uh, little fires springing up in California in the past? Uh, some people say they've even seen uh, screen, uh, shots of this on the computers. Father God, where these fires started with this little flash of light came down from the sky right in those areas in, in, in California. Could it have happened in Hawaii like that? I don't know. You know all these things, Father God. So all these different areas that Dr. Sabrina has just read through, Father God, we ask for your divine help and intervention for each and every one of them, Father God. All the people trying to control people through the mass media. Oh, I have to be on social media because I have to get my likes. Maybe they're just communicating with bots. Maybe they're not even communicating with real people. Some people that are that are trying to catch the groomers, Father, they pretend to be children, and they're not. This, everything online is not necessarily true, and some of the things I've heard might not be true. But we know one thing is true. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he's coming against the father of lies, like it talks about in the Gospel of John. Where is that? I know it's verse 44. He's the father of lies. And those people that speak lies, you know what's going to happen to them, Father God, because you said so in your word. And I think that's in Proverbs 18. You tell them to push you in remembrance, let us plead together. So put you in your remembrance. You said in Proverbs 19:9, a false witness shall not be unpunished. And he that speaketh lies shall perish. How about this push of the pusher of the green agenda? Governor Green from Hawaii, was he put there? Just the Governor Green pushing the green agenda? Oh, it's global warming. He that speaketh lies shall perish, it says. And it says in verse 5, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. So we ask you to bring them before, the, we ask you to bring them all before the righteous judge. Father God, and we do pray for those who despitefully use us. Some of their little underlings, those people that are enforcing their dictates, Father God, keeping people from returning to their own homes to find their own things. Father God, we ask you, Father God, for your divine help, Father God, for the residents there in Hawaii, and especially the Coast Guard. They're only doing their duty until Biden brought in a new rule to say the Coast Guard now has to be subject to them, and they can't go rescue those people because they don't want them to go back and claim their land, Father God. They don't want any interference with their agenda, Father God. So they changed the rules for the Coast Guard right after this. They didn't foresee that, Father God. They don't know everything, but you know everything, Father. And you know everything that's going on. We give you praise and honor and glory. That this we thank for the people bringing forth the uh, the truth, and that the the uh, coast scout the the boy scouts that gathered in West Virginia, the uh, gathering dropped dramatically from 2017 till recently. Father, we thank you for the people waking up all over the earth, not just what the grooming is being done to the children, Father God, in the different areas, including. And the things that used to be beneficial, Father God, like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and they used to know what a boy and a girl was, Father God. And, Father God, we ask you to deliver all the children, including all those connected, related to everyone associated with Miracle Net Church, all the family members, all the children, grandchildren, and even the adults, Father God, 
that should know better, Father God, those people that are just sitting there watching TV endlessly, mindlessly, some people falling asleep to it, not falling asleep to the Word of God, falling asleep, just having the, the TV going on and on and on. Like I know some older people do in nursing homes, but some people are
wicked heart of the presence of God. It's a